On this episode of The Diz Dudes, we've got another installment of Keep It, Fix It, or Burn It. This time we're talking about A Small World. This is episode five of The Diz Dudes Podcast. We want to give a big shout out and thanks to our friends over at Expedition Roasters who are kind enough to send us a care package for the launch of the Diz Dudes and are offering our audience a discount of 15% off of any order over at ExpeditionRoasters.com when you use the promo code CAPTURE15. So if you like coffee and you like Disney World, you will probably like Expedition Roasters because it is very good and it's Disney themed, so can't really go wrong. So again, head on over to ExpeditionRoasters.com. Use the promo code CAPTURE15 and you'll save 15%. And you can also catch us on social media. Uh, we're at the Diz Dudes on basically everything. We nabbed all those up. And, of course, right now you can find us on the Capture the Magic feed and as well on the YouTube channel for Capture the Magic. So you can find us over there. And I think that's kind of all the, the intro stuff I've got. So I'm your host, Jared. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Jeremy. So, Jeremy, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, man. I spent all morning uh, cleaning up my email inbox and changing my address to help avoid some of the hate mail we're going to get after <laughs> after this one, possibly. <laughs> I just want to be prepared, you know. But other than that, yeah, doing yeah. pretty good. Um, coming off my uh, week-long vacation during spring break at Walt Disney World. Um, so I'm still recovering from that a bit as well. Yeah, you were there during spring break. Oh, it so was definitely It wasn't spring crowded break. at all, right? Man. It was um we went uh probably 4 or 5 years ago on New Year's Eve to Magic Kingdom, uh which I would never recommend to anyone to be honest. And this was that was insane. Magic yeah. Kingdom last Wednesday was just I felt like shy of that New Year's Eve. It was slammed. I mean, the crowd or the uh park never reached capacity or anything, but it you would have been hard pressed to have known that it was not there. It was nuts, but, um, we made the best of it and that's all you do. I mean, if you know, it's going to be hot, you know, it's going to be crowded and you're still going during that time, just set your own expectations and just make the best of it. It's kind of the rule we try and follow. Yeah. I mean, as long as I think that's the thing, as long as you know, and you expect it, I think when some people get caught is when they, they don't expect crowds. Right. You're like, right. What? And it's just a mass of humanity. So yeah. Yeah, I've never been. Well, actually, I have been there during spring break, but it's. Uh, I don't think it was as crowded as when you were there. But you had some NLTs to catch Main Street Magic, like we talked about on uh, Capture the Magic podcast yesterday. Was you had, you had some stuff that made it kind of cool, we did. or much more manageable. Put it that way, yeah. kind of made the trip a little. Uh, I probably actually made your trip. It, so. it it literally made all the difference. And and if, if you go back, listen, we just had an episode Monday uh, where we completely reviewed Coronado Springs. And during basically during that visit, please, you know, definitely check out Main Street Magic and take a listen. But um, we ended up with three extra bonus fast passes every day that we were in the park. So we had six uh, total. And I'd already booked our original three for all the must-do rides, you know, Seven Dwarves and Midway Mania. We had Flight of Passage. We had Peter Pan. Um, so I had taken care of those. So then we pretty much got three almost able to use anywhere except for those tier one attractions, um, at the three parks that we visited that week. And I, I don't want to say it made the trip better. Cause I want to say that the trip was going to be great regardless. Cause we were with my extended family and all, and we were at Disney, but this made the trip different. 
in a really good way. I can just I can say that. But yeah, if you yeah. want to hear kind of how we we scored those, um, definitely take a, a a listen to our episode. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it definitely. It, it makes things easier of, of what happened. I'll, I'll put it that way. So, oh yeah, well, uh, yeah, yeah. So, and we didn't have to pay fifty bucks a person a day for a minimum of three days and stay on club level. I'll just say that right now. But we basically got the same thing. So, um, yeah. After this, though, I that now makes sense to me. Those bonus, those paid fast passes at ninety days. If you're staying club level, they didn't make sense to me before last week. Now they make sense to me. I would gladly pay that. Every trip, even if I was staying at like Pop Century or something, I would probably pay the extra fifty a person per day for three bonus fast passes, because um, you can get a lot accomplished. <laughs> yeah, and my only thing about that is if, and I have a feeling Disney is going to start rolling out these sort of paid fast passes at yeah. some point. Oh yeah. My only thing about that is if you start doing that, does the fast pass line then become the regular line, and then you're basically right. like. You run that risk, and so that's always something I'm sure that they're weighing internally as well, trying to figure out yeah. only selling so many. I mean, if you did it, you could only sell so many, I would think. Oh, yeah, of course. And, and I think that would have – I mean, I could almost see it going out to maybe not as far as 180 days like they do with dining, but I could see where, you know, yeah, maybe it's, uh, you know, 100 days or something like prior to your trip, you have an opportunity to make a reservation to book extra fast passes. Um Right. But, you know, uh, and, and we saw last week even now, again, we were very fortunate. We planned well. We had these bonus fast passes, um, but we still waited, you know, 20 to 25 minutes in a Pandora fast pass line, which normally we get through in five to 10 minutes. So even the fast pass lines, we often saw um, where they had to have a cask member out with the, the pole and the little fast pass symbol saying like, you know, seven doors fast pass starts here. And it was outside yeah. of the standard fast pass line. Uh, now, they still move quickly once you got in, but I've still seen even this week a spring break continues to go on on social media. There's still a lot of complaints that why do I have a fast pass yet? I'm, you know, there's still a cast member telling me I got to stand way back here because the line's going, you know, outside of the regular queue. Um, but that's spring yeah. break in the joys of Disney. Yeah, so definitely check out. Yeah, your guys' episode on that because that's that's very interesting. And then the whole topic of that is obviously something you could go into a bunch. Oh, on of course. How fast passes are going to work in the future? You know, because I mean, if you look at Universal and a lot of other places, they all have paid versions yeah. for the most part, except for Disney. So yep. And uh, we learned from the parking thing, Disney doesn't like to leave money on the table that they could no. get. So I I would assume that they're at some point probably going to implement that. I would in, think so. Yeah, in some fashion, but we we will see how they go about that. So, um, yeah, today. Oh, I do want to mention we were Jeremy was in Disney, so we got delayed on the announcing the winner of the giveaway. We will do that when you hear this today. We will do it on social media. So, yeah, we will announce it. We haven't forgotten about it. We just got busy and Jeremy was out of town, and so we we just delayed it. So that is still happening. Uh, but yeah, today we are going to do another installment of our keep it fix it or burn it and last time we did country bear jamboree which uh i think should be burnt i've said many times burnt to the ground and then you know some sort of <laughs> blessing ceremony on the land so that nothing demonic ever goes there again but uh this one will be a little different i'm assuming or how we go about it so we're gonna do small world today and i could see people getting angry at us 
yeah for our beliefs here i could see that but before we get into what we'd want to do we do want to go into a little bit of the history of what it is because i don't think on either one of us the history is lost no 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 that's what this is that's the one thing in in what you're going to talk about with the history is one thing that makes this very very hard to make a decision on yeah but but i want to try and put that aside when we start to talk about you know what we would want to potentially do with the ride um yeah you know to not hold at least myself up because you know if you talk history if you talk carousel of progress you know jungle cruise haunted mansion pirates a lot of those originals i feel like you got to put history aside sometimes and do a little bit more of what makes sense um and you're the one who's always saying, you know, Disney never wanted his parks to be a museum. He was so, adamant about that. And I yeah. think he probably, uh, my guess would be, he would be one saying update it or do something different. I mean, yeah. he was very much an innovator. So if you just look at him as who he was as a person, he was never the type to just want things to stay the same. Right. I mean, if you look at Epcot, I mean, the whole idea for Epcot is almost insane. Yeah. The idea, especially the time he had it of actually just having this city that was you know, almost like a say what you will about it, if it would have worked or not. But the whole idea behind it was, you know, nobody had thought anything at that point. So, right. oh yeah, I think he would definitely be on the board of, at the very least, updating things more than I think most people get. And I get it; you get nostalgia and you remember things, and people want things to stay the same. But you know, entertainment in 2018 is much different than it was whenever this ride was originally developed. So yeah, that's speaking. For sure. Yeah, and speaking of that, so a little bit of history about this ride. Obviously, it was at Disneyland first because Disney World didn't come around until about 71. So it was actually debuted at 1964 World's Fair, and then from there it made its way to Disneyland. And then uh, basically it was originally like the boat ride was known as the Children of the World and was presented as sort of a salute to UNICEF, which UNICEF Mm -hmm. is... um, most people are probably aware of it, but it's that uh, United Nations Children's Fund. And it celebrated, you know, the spirit of children around the world. And it had, you know, it was a boat ride. And um, it was it was innovative in how, I, I believe at that point, it may have been one of the first boat rides. I don't yeah, know I for so. certain on that, but well, I, mean, I know yeah, it was like one Especially with that of. amount of animatronics and, yeah, all the yeah, involvement it, and the design and, yeah. Yeah, and the animatronics are, I think there's like a 100... 50 to 150, I can't remember the amount, in each country. I mean, there's yeah. a ton in each That's thing going nuts. on. And, um, yeah, so, like, it was, it says, the boat ride is one of the five Disney attractions used to test a variety of ride systems and concepts at the World's Fair before moving it to Disneyland Park. So, and honestly, this spawned Pirates of the Caribbean uh, due to this. So, um, but, yeah, from the success of Small World, they decided to bring it to Disneyland Park. And it says here, according to, uh, I think it's travelguide.com says, over 10 million ride tickets were sold during its season at the World's Fair. That's crazy. That's, yeah, that's a lot. Especially in 1964. Yeah. Uh, and then it was so popular that it proved to be also an efficient ride system that Disney then decided to create even more boat rides with similar operating systems. Ergo, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, I'm trying to think at Disney World, any other ones that would be along this. I mean, I guess you could say Jungle Cruise is kind of along those yeah. lines. Different than this, but um, yeah, I got nothing comes off the top of my head. But well, Yeah, because well, Jungle Cruise is actually on a track, whereas like Pirates in Small World is 
free floating, but I think technically propelled by air jets. Yeah, it's pushed along. Yeah, with yeah, it, it is free floating, but it's definitely pushed along. And then, um, and then obviously, when Disney World was built and Magic Kingdom opened, it was an opening day attraction, uh, October first, nineteen seventy one. So, uh, it has a lot of history. Walt had a hand in the Disneyland one. I mean, you could say he had a hand in the one at Disney World, considering it was basically a copy right. of the one out in, in California. But it's it's a yet again another ride like Carousel Progress that Walt had a hand in. And anytime you get these rides, eh, it gets hard to say. <laughs> it, it, it gets hard to say get rid of it. It's it's hard to even say update it because people tend to want to hold on to it as it is. But um, we're we're gonna discuss it, and then obviously we'll we'll have some ideas maybe about some updating we can do to it. But is there anything else on history that that uh, I missed there? That, you no, know, no, I think that covers it. I mean, yeah. you know, the I mean, you can get really into. I know Mary Blair was oh, one yeah. of the artists that was used for, and that was like Walt's favorite artist that she had designed a lot of the things for it. So it's got a lot yeah. of Disney history in it. Yeah, uh, but and and ours here in Disney World misses out on that whole facade, you know, that Disneyland has where yeah. our queue is indoors, but they kind of took the same facade in a sense and put it on that back wall near the queue here, um, and then. Uh, I know in Disneyland, I believe where that like clock tower is, there's some animatronics that go around that. We don't have those at Disney World. Um, right. So they worked in a smaller space, you know, over here. I have not been to the one in Disneyland. Um, I don't know if we were having a conversation about that. If my opinion overall would be different, who knows? But uh, I've definitely got some opinions on on this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, we'll just we'll just say this one's for Disney World. I know Disneyland. Um, that park's different than Disney World. Obviously, it's more of a locals park, and it's got a little bit more um, a local feel to it than Disney yeah. World does. So, but yeah, we'll 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 leave this one to Disney World, and then we may when we go to Disneyland sometime, we'll have opinions on that. I guess. Oh yeah. But we'll save opinions until one we've actually witnessed or experienced. So, um, yeah. So it, it comes down to the question of: Do you keep it? Do you fix it? Or do you burn it? So, Jeremy, what do you say about (laughs) A Small World? For for this one, I almost wish we had called it, like, keep it, fix it, or I have a better idea that may work, and please don't get mad at me. Well, Um, I feel like goes along with burn it is replace it. Yeah. I feel like if you're going to burn it down, you got to have a better replacement. Like, for instance, for me, with Country Bear Jamboree, I want the thing burned to the ground. Yeah, you actually want fire with that one. Yes, I do want Um, actual fire. I I would never invoke fire, and it's a small world. But, no, I um, wouldn't either. Like, I want to see the robots <laughs> melting. I yeah, do want to see that. I, but the replacement fu- for it could easily just be stroller parking. Yeah. And I think that'd be a better fit. Well, and yeah, that's But that's, that's Country Bear Jamboree. That that's is. Not, yep. That is not a small world. Um, so, yeah, if we say burn it, we'll say we have a fix for it at least. Yes. Yeah. And this, yeah, I mean, this really is my thought is to replace. Um, I'm surprised it was originally called Children of the World. I feel like it should have been called Children of the Corn. Because I find these animatronics... <laughs> Probably slightly less scary than you find the bear animatronics. And I, again, it's, cl- I, they it's just, close. Sometimes. They have those feel like if you looked at one and all of a sudden it just like winked at you with one eye, you know, like it looked directly at your face and winked. Like that creep you out, even though they're get, tiny little if that children. Happens, I'm getting out of the boat. Yeah. I don't even know where I'm at. I'm just, I'm just, I just, you'll just hear me go, nope. And I'm just leaving. <laughs> like. And it, it's classic. 
it, it's absolute classic. It is one of those things, you know, when you think of Disney World, what do you think of? You think of Magic Kingdom first. You think of then inside that, you think of Cinderella's Castle. You think of Pirate's Haunted Mansion and Small World. I mean, I think those are the things that come to mind. And while I certainly would, I think it would almost be important for generations to come to be able to experience Small World. Um, and again, say this is what, this is where basically where theme parks started was this rot like this is where rides really in a sense started um yeah. and while i think that's important i could see going you know what let's slap on a uh let's have a section called like you know remembering disney and you just put on a uh vr headset and ride through the ride or something you know i don't think it needs to be in place um the way that it currently stands in reality it doesn't fit in in fantasy land i don't think at all. No, it really and that's the thing. The way Fantasyland is today, it really doesn't fit. Um Yeah, I honestly I agree. I think back when they were I mean, like you said, theme parks rides were not a thing. They were creating these out of thin air. Yeah. And th- I mean at the time obviously it was amazing, but you look at entertainment, how it changes throughout the years. Um what is entertainment and innovative in nineteen sixty four? And what is into 2018 are very different things, and there's very, and there's different expectations out of a theme park, right? And I think if the goal here is like most kids are going to ride Small World are going to hate this, yeah. You know, the people that are really going to enjoy this are going to be the people that perhaps remember yep. it being at the World's Fair. Or just my mom appreciate loves it. The, yeah, yeah. I mean, my mom went to they went to Disney in '74 on their honeymoon, and my mom has loved the ride ever since. That that makes sense um, for sure. Now, my oldest daughter hates it. Like, if you start singing Small World around her at any given time, like, she'll burst into tears. She gets so <laughs> mad. Uh, my younger daughter, who's almost eight, she enjoys it, but I don't even think she knows why she enjoys it. I mean, she just does. But in general, I mean, you look at, like, here we go. We go in the same Disney world. We have Flight of Passage. We have It's a Small World. Like, look at the difference between those rides and the technology and the way that it's grown and the way that I think people are more so consuming theme parks today. And we still have what is technically, I mean, well, what is a 1960s state fair ride um, that really has nothing to it when you really break it down? Animatronics, tons of them. That's awesome. It's got a catchy tune that you're going to, you know, wake up at 3 a.m. singing. Um <sighs> And it's and it's got a boat ride system that was the first of its kind. But in today's age, if you if you right now open a theme park and put that ride in it, people would be like, "What are you doing? This is horrible." Yeah, I, I that song is god awful. Uh, well, I was on it one time and we got stuck. Of course and, you uh, did. <laughs> you of course you should have stayed on boat. My luck. Maybe you shouldn't go on a Disney cruise. <sighs> You're screwed. That thing that would be oh that would be awful. that might be okay to get stuck on. But I've I've been on a cruise and I didn't get stuck at sea at least that time. So. <laughs> That's good, but I got stuck on it, and that the song keeps going. Yeah, and if it doesn't it get in your head enough during the normal ride when you're stuck there for, I think we were only stuck for like ten minutes. But that song is like it just someone taking a drill into your brain and just it just gets in there. Um, yeah, and I agree. I think it's one of those things where, and that's a good comparison you made of a small world and flight of passage. It just seeing how far things have come and what's to be expected out of theme park rides. Yeah. And, you know, I guess it comes down to, I don't think anybody would make the argument that a small world is just as entertaining or immersive as 
flight of passage. I don't think right. anybody would attempt to even make that of sort of course. leap. Of course, of course. But I think what it maybe comes down to is like, is there room in Disney World for just basically museum rides? I right. guess is what I would call them. Just rides that just they're there to remember how it was or that Walt Disney had a place in. I think that's kind of the question it comes down to. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I mean, Magic Kingdom's a big park, and I it, it'd be hard to say. I feel like if you replaced it with a, you know, I hate to say like an IP ride, but it would be something IP-based. Of course. Um, you would have, if you're talking about Disney being busier as it's going to be, and it's going to be even busier when Toy Story opens and when uh, Star Wars opens, there's going to be more people than ever coming through uh, Disney World in general and the Magic Kingdom. So if your goal is you need to get more people, more rides to absorb people, yeah, um, you probably want things that people want to ride. And granted, a small world will get a wait time when it's busy, but if you had something that was, let's use the, for instance, like cars or something based mm-hmm. like that, that would be a much more draw for kids and everybody like than a small world currently is. So it depends on, I guess, what you want the purpose to be served. Are you wanting to have a museum in there where it's just always there and never changes? Or the purpose of absorbing more people so that, you know, there's not as many wait times as other things in the park per se. Yeah. And I think now the way it is, and again, you know, hit me up on, on Twitter, main ST magic, and let me know if you think this is incorrect. I feel like probably two out of 10 people that go on that ride want to go on the ride. The other eight out of 10 are like, uh, I'm at Disney. This is classic. I'm supposed to go on this ride. You know, like I feel like somebody who goes, I'm at Disney for the first time ever. This comes up. I'm supposed to go on small world because it's a classic and it's been around forever, but it's not like they, I don't think anybody sees it and is like, I want to go on it. I I think it's a, that's a very small portion. And that includes my mom and my daughter. And heck there were 10 of us who went on the ride last week. So my theory proves correct because only two of them, like sought it out and we're like, I want to go on the ride. And the other eight of us are like, well, we have to go on the ride. You know, it's, it's yeah, like, I, I, I would agree with that. I think that's probably pretty accurate. And yeah. I know when we go, I don't think the last couple of times we've went, well, we did ride it one time with my daughter cause yeah. she can ride it. Yep. And she's little and she, she likes anything that moves and has stuff. So she was entertained, but yeah, I would say most people feel like it's iconic and it, you need to ride it. Right. Or maybe you need to experience it. So maybe that's an argument for saying since it is iconic and, you know, I, I think people too worry about losing that connection to Walt, which as time goes on is going to be harder and harder to maintain. Of course. Um, but at the same time too, um, it's just kind of what happens in time, you know, and right. I, I think that maybe one, one reason people hold on to it because Disney has changed so much and there's a lot of things that Disney does now that Walt would not have wanted to do. I mean, more than likely, yeah. we can look at Walt's life and make pretty good guesses about certain things. So, it's a valid argument to be made that keeping it around keeps that connection to Walt, um, and maybe there is room for museum ride. I, you know, I see that argument. I do. I don't necessarily agree with it, given where it's at. Now, in my opinion, if you took a small world that maybe they made a section of the park that was sort of a museum area, I don't know. Obviously, yeah. it'd be hard to move that ride because it's, you know, built in and all that stuff. But it just, like you said, it doesn't fit in Fantasyland. Um, but, yeah, I, I see the argument. Yeah. And and I can go I can go two ways with it. I could either say fix it, but then you would have to uh, make it a combination with, like, um, 
uh, Space Ranger spin. So at least put on the boat like some guns or something. And, yeah. you know, give give some target practice or something. And not that I think you should be shooting lasers at animatronic children, but <laughs> at least it would make it more entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Like, am I the only one that wishes I could have like a paintball gun in there when I ride through? Ooh. Well, you like, could how much do fun would that be? You could, yeah, you could have that ride and it's you're saving the children from bad people and you got to shoot the bad guys. That would be good. They could have yeah. that. I went completely morbid with it. You saved me because you were like, no, let's put bad guys in it. And I was like, just shoot children with paintballs. Yeah, we'll save this. Yeah. But uh, so if we can't fix it, and I I have a feeling, again, that when we submit that idea to Disney, they're going to shut that one down. But I have a much better idea that will go along with the burn it slash replace it. Um, And I've had this idea for a while of a a ride that I think needs to go in. And originally I was like, well, maybe it could replace Winnie the Pooh. Um, And then I rode Winnie the Pooh again, and I was like, I actually really like this ride, so let's keep yeah. it. Yeah. Um, okay. Before you give your idea, <laughs> yeah, let's go over real quick. If it was to be updated, so we yes. kind of went through keeping it, updating it. Yeah. Um, how would that even look? Honestly, the only thing I would do to update it is I would give it the holiday overlay that they get in Disneyland. If you're gonna keep it as it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, because yeah. because that right there to me would be a major update. It would at least change it. You know, give it that that couple month holiday overlay. Um, they've given it fresh coats of paint, you know, they've done that plenty of times. They've, you're, you can't, you can't go through and replace all the animatronics because if you make them any more realistic, they're just going to be creepier. So I really don't want 150 animatronic children, you know, uh, running around. Yeah. Like (laughs) you singing a song. So I, I just, you could maybe update the song and make it a little more modern. Like you can go out on YouTube and look up like rock and roll version of it's a small world. It's got heavy guitars and it's pretty cool. You can maybe do that, but I I just I don't know if there's a lot to save it short of that holiday overlay. And really, the holiday overlay is only gonna help people like you and I who go often enough that we, you know we would get to enjoy possibly both of them in a sense. We go right, oh, we get it to would ride be special enough. Yeah, we get yeah, to ride the classic yeah. and we get to ride the overlay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I know there's rumors of them updating a small world, and I don't know details about what they would be updating. I just don't know if you updated it. It's like, well, okay, how far are you going into an update? Because you could, then you could argue, are you just replacing it? Right. The whole ride with just an updated sort of theme of it. But then again, then you're losing the whole thing. If if you're doing that, why don't you just replace the whole ride? I agree completely. Yeah. I mean, short again, short of new coats of paint, which is more of a maintain. I think you're right. If you're going to, if you're going to update it, then you're going to pretty much, um, get rid of all the classicness anyway. So then, why wouldn't right, you just replace yeah. it with something? It, let's better. say you change the song, you're going to run the same. So if people are going to get upset either way, let's say you you take the ride out and replace it, or you update it and you change the song, I think you're going to incur the wrath of these the people that would get upset about it either way. Oh, of course. So if you're already going to incur that wrath, you might as well just go all the way and redo the whole, or you know replace the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that would but, that would make sense unless yeah unless you get like. Maroon 5 to do the new song, then at least some of the maybe older moms and stuff would still enjoy it. If you didn't have just an animatronic or something out front of Adam Levine welcoming you to It's a Small World. Oh, gosh. That would work. I think if you wanted me to hate a song more than the current Small World, have (laughs) Adam Levine sing it, and I would just... uh, I would write it with earbuds in and not be able to hear it. All right, we'll give give Scott Stapp a a call then. You know, at least Scott Stapp is... He he. I he guess he, does, does he own it though? I don't know if he does. Maybe he does. I feel like he owns it, but maybe he doesn't. I don't know. 
I feel like Adam Levine thinks he's really cool. And I'm like, dude, you are not that cool. But yeah. Yeah. No, I, I say you, that, I and I'm not right. Adam Levine, so I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I would agree with you on that. I think it's just updating it to me isn't really as feasible as either keeping it or replacing it. That's kind of yep. where I fall on that. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and yeah, my my replace is going to go IP based. One, I actually think this would be a good IP, and I may be in in not in the majority here, but um, we also know that that's what Disney's building stuff off of is IPs. You know, we're, yeah. we're probably not going to see really we're not going to see original Disney ideas that show up in a park first anymore like we used to. We're going to see you know, we're going to see new movies and new characters such as like Coco. But then they're going to base rides off of that. It's not like they're ever going to go, hey, let's build a brand new IP ride and then make a movie five years later. We're we're in the point where everything will be Disney IP based or whatever. Yeah. They purchase. And I, you know, I, I hear that. And part of me thinks, well, that kind of, you know. That sucks a little bit. But at the same time, from a company standpoint, it makes sense in a way. Because you're giving, sense. I mean, if movies are already popular, you're just getting people what they want in rides. And I know people kind of get mad about the IP thing, but we're definitely not going to see it, at least in the next 20 years, I'd say, of just original rides. But at right. the same time, too, back in the day, taking a movie and putting it into a ride was kind of unheard of. Right. Well, and know, there, theme parks and stuff. And there wasn't that connection. You know, if you look like when Disney opened... And you saw something like pirates. Well, there weren't there weren't pirates movies in a, in the same sense. So it was just okay. This is cool. If you created a brand new in park IP only, and you said, "Hey, come ride our new ride that you've never seen anywhere before," you're not going to have a connection, and you're not going to have a story. Whereas, right? Like I I loved Coco. Um, I already have a connection with that character, with all the characters in the movie. I already know the story. Therefore, if a ride opens up, I want to go ride it. If you immediately just started only with a Coco ride that nobody gets the chance to experience the story or learn the history of the characters, it's it's just a backwards way of doing it. You're not going to attract people into a park with stuff like that. I mean, even if all of a sudden they created a brand new superhero that falls under Marvel without ever having a movie, but they made a ride after it, that would be so weird. When you really it would think be about weird, it. and if you think about it too. So before it would be you had a ride in the park, and then they would take a let's say a five minute ride, yeah, like pirates, and go, okay, we're gonna make a whole movie out of this and give this character, you know, create a character and all this stuff like that. So they're almost taking five minutes and trying to make an hour and a half out of it, create this giant backstory. Whereas if you come out of the, the realm of let's put let's take pirates for example and say that was reversed, yeah, and the movies came out first. You could then create a ride that furthers the story that you already know. Like oh, it's another adventure of Jack Sparrow or something yeah. like that. So you're giving people sort of another experience uh, of a character that they already know instead of people writing it. And then, it, you know, because it's, it's probably difficult to try and think of, of establishing characters on a ride. Right. You know, and then taking that and getting people to really like it. I mean, obviously, like Jungle Cruise it's sort of your captain or your skipper. You know, you're kind of right. like laughing at that, but the whole idea of this kind of skipper that is gets lost in the, you know, Amazon or whatever. But it makes sense. I think that's just something with the the times we're in. And we're just not going to see original IPs at Disney World at least. Yeah. And I you know, honestly I I become more and more okay with that. Um but what I'm I okay would, with it because I love Marvel and like Star Wars. I'm oh, okay yeah. with it. I'm good with but, seeing all this yeah. stuff. And as long as they keep pumping out great movies then i'll i'll be okay if they base rides off of them i think you know, you know? And, and a good example of this is like mission to mars or yeah. sorry mission space yeah 
that ride came in, replaced Horizons, and obviously that's an original IP. I mean, it's not based off of a movie. It's based off of going to Mars. And it's been underwhelming. You know, even if, and and granted, (laughs) part of it is the ride itself, but I think if you were to take that same same setup and put, let's just say, Guardians there. Yeah. That ride from day one would be a three to four hour wait to get into it. Yeah. And it would be outstanding. It'd be great. And even if, you know, I think it just proves there that it's, it's, people do want to follow these characters that they already love. Yeah. So back, you know, sorry, back to our discussion. You're you're going to say your idea for, for, redoing it but i think that plays in a small world where there's like there's nothing there that's drawing you in there's right. no story there's no oh i really love x character it's just it's a ride where you hear a song and it's weird animatronic dolls singing at you yeah <laughs> well and with your point actually with mission space before I, I give my ideas really good let's just say it was horizons and then they cre- they made a mission space movie and then they created the ride and everybody loved the movie and it was done really well. And it's like, now you can actually come to Disney and go on the same mission that you saw in this incredible movie. So right. Again, you work it backwards. It makes a lot more sense. Um, but yeah, my idea is, and you may laugh princess and the frog. Um, for one, it fits perfectly into fantasy land. You have enchanted tales with bell. You have the little mermaid, you have Peter Pan. I mean, you have great Disney. I know, I know this isn't technically a classic. It came out in 2009, I think, but it fits along with everything else that's in Fantasyland, for one. Mm-hmm. Two, I think you have the the ride setup's fine. You can easily do a boat ride setup. So you tear out everything, basically, but you keep the ride system in place, and you go through basically the movie, the same way they're doing over Little Mermaid. You start off in New Orleans, um, you move into uh, Dr. Facilier. Like, how cool would that dark section be with the Shadow Man? Um, yeah. You move back in, then you're in a swamp because half that movie takes place in a swamp with them as frogs. And then you basically finish the story off. And you the it would already be broken into rooms the way it is now. So you could easily do those different acts of the movie. Um, I think the, the dark side of it with the Shadow Man would be pretty cool. And then you use a combination of animatronic technology, and I think you use a combination for scenery, potentially, um, that they use on the castle now for Happily Ever After of the 3D mapping projection. And I think that's what... I I have a feeling, because of what they keep saying for uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad, I have a feeling that's going to use this 3D mapping technology, because they're calling it like 2D+, and they're stating you're going to watch... 3d without glasses the only way to accomplish that is to do this 3d map projection on surfaces that aren't flat um i think that's you're how right. I the they, they've kind this. of shown a preview of that too and it was sort of yeah uh similar to that it looks really from what i've seen looks really cool but i think you're right yeah and i again i think i personally think princess and the frog is extremely underrated i think it um you have a Tiana meet and greet, and right now the riverboat, the Tiana's dessert riverboat party is gone uh, for refurbishment. I guess it's going to come back, but it's very underutilized, I think, in the parks for a really, really good uh, Disney animated film, a classic style animated film. It has incredible music, and I know you hate when people just start bursting out in a song, but they do a really good job of it. Um, it, The story is so good. It's like funny. It's heartwarming. I mean, it's entertaining. For me, it's a Disney animated film that hits all the points that 
the originals did that people love so much. And they don't really have it in the park anywhere except for the Tiana meet and greet. And the Tiana meet and greet is one of the best at the parks because her personality of this Southern, you know, New Orleans, just, it comes through so well. And she spends time with kids and asking them questions. It's done really, really well. And I think a ride belongs somewhere in Disney and Fantasyland would be perfect. I'm writing this one down, sending it off. <laughs> I will say it's a, a, it's better than small world. Yes. So you're starting off on a good foot. That's good. I think it's better than small world. I feel like my other foot's going to be bad. Well, not bad. I just don't know. IP wise, if we're talking, if, if we're giving these ideas like realistically happening, I don't know IP wise, if that would be a strong enough one that they'd put in the parks because they even said Moana, uh, there were rumors that they were going to do something Moana in the parks. And they yep. said that it wasn't as big of a hit as kind of they were anticipating. And so they're True. not doing something in the parks compared to that. And yep. Moana was a pretty big movie. Oh yeah. Uh, so, but it won't have the, and, and I agree with you completely. I mean, princess and the frog is going to have, has no lasting impression except to people like me who really love it. Right. Um, well, Peter, Peter Pan is classic, you know. Uh, so I, I think, and I, you may disagree with me, but maybe I if this is poker, you know, you put your <laughs> chips in, and I'm, 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 I'm going all in here. All right. I'm matching. I think a better IP that would fit there, and I think it's one that it's one of my favorite movies. It's talking like Disney animated movies. And I think it it needs a place in Disney World somewhere other than how it currently resides, which is the best bathrooms you'll ever see, is Tangled. <laughs> yeah. And part of it is that. you're on the boat thing. And could you imagine a section of the boat where those lanterns go in the air and they do oh, yeah. something with maybe the 3D mapping, like you said, to make it look like the lanterns are floating in the air? Um, I feel like that would be a really cool ride. And I that think would. it would be a really popular ride. And you could... And I think that movie is really good. I think it's one... I think it's way better than Frozen. I think it's a... I agree. I really, I really like Zachary Levi, too. And it's one, too, where it's just kind of funny. And um, I don't know. I think that would fit really well there. If we're it replacing would. it with something else, an IP that would also fit in Fantasyland. Not to say your idea would not, but I just feel like Tangled is maybe more of a... Uh, it's newer, and it's more probably more popular. Yeah. Uh, that's, it has a TV that's series kind of where now. I go. And I feel like that could look really cool. Just oh, certain I sections. Agree. I don't know exactly how the whole ride would play out, but a lot of that movie does take place, not a lot, but some parts take place on like on a boat. Uh-huh. So you do have that. Yeah. No, I could I could totally see that fitting in there. And yet, now that there's a TV series, there's an animated TV series. It, yeah. Out. So yeah. it certainly ties in. Um, I, I, I do. I really like the idea, though, and that's why I can't wait to see the Runaway Railroad of this new combination possibly. You, we see a little bit of it in Navi River Journey where they use layers which is really cool because yeah. when you go back and you look at the original animation and what Walt developed and designed was giving 2D that 3D look by using the camera. I can't remember what his machine was called. Uses the camera with the different layers of cells for animation. Right. And that's what they did yeah. in Navi River Journey. You know, you have different screens that project. You have, you actually have some of the 3D mapping already. Um, there's an area where you go under uh, big logs and there's caterpillars, giant caterpillars that are crawling around it. It took me like the fourth or fifth ride to realize they were 3D mapped projections and they look real. Um, yeah, that ride is interesting. It looks really good. I feel like that ride in another couple of years of a little bit better tech will look even better. Yeah. Because uh, I feel like it, it gets close, but it, it's trying so hard to look real. This is just me talking about Navi River Journey real quick. 
it's trying so hard to look real. It looks fake to me. And I don't know if that makes any sense to people. It does make sense. But it's so... They're attempting to make it look so real to you that it just... It isn't real and it's so obvious that it's not. Not that it doesn't look beautiful because it does. But yeah. it sort of takes me out a little, little bit on that ride. But it's still... I agree with you. I think the mapping is for that Mickey and Minnie ride will be pretty impressive. Yeah. And I would love to see that being pushed into other rides as well, which yeah. I think we'll probably see. Well, and whatever they were to do in if they were to replace something with small world, it just has to tell a story. And that's the other downfall of Navi river journey. It doesn't tell a story. It yeah, tells zero kind of story. Ride. Yep. And that's it. Every other ride at Disney at least tells a story. I mean, you could somewhat say small world doesn't tell an exact like beginning end, first, second, third act story. Everything else does. Peter Pan does. Little mermaid does. Winnie the Pooh does. Uh, even flight of passage tells an incredible story. A lot of people's fear with Pandora and was the fact that they didn't like the movie or they never watched Avatar, so they wouldn't connect. But if you go on Flight of Passage and you've never seen the movie, they connect you, I think, by setting up the pre-show and the story. Navi didn't do that. So if they were, and that's where I think something like a Tangled or if you know Princess and the Frog was more popular, or even if they did Moana, you have a beginning, a middle, and an end, and you can reflect that in the ride. Because um, I don't think any more people want to ride rides just to ride rides you know disney has created stories you can even ride everest and there's a story it's also yeah. an awesome roller coaster but you at least have a story about it and that's what i think is so important and they continue to develop yeah i think that definitely more immersive is the way theme parks are going obviously if you look at star wars being developed and what they're yeah. doing even at toy story and what they've done to pandora that's just going to keep on getting more and more immersive especially as technology improves so i think you're 100 right on that um, and actually, you mentioned Moana. Moana would fit there. I mean, well, Moana takes place yeah. almost all on water. Exactly. And it's, a, it's already a water ride. Right. I so, think I mean, that would be good. yeah, if you, I think either Tangled, Moana. I, I honestly don't remember Princess and the Frog much. I saw it years ago. So, but should I, watch it again. In and out. So, it's so good. I can't speak to <laughs> it because uh, I don't. I'm sure we'll see it with my daughter. I'm sure she'll yeah. go through all the Disney movies. But, um, I think even if you Tangled or Moana or whatever, I think either one of those would play really, really well because you can do sort of like they did with Frozen and it's, it's on a boat ride and it kind of just, it's like you said, telling a story, um, either rehashing the story from the movie or rehashing another tale that involves some similar stuff maybe. But yeah, I think, I think that would play really well. And I know people would be upset by it, but at the same time, I don't feel like there would be. When you're talking, I think the IP stuff, when you're talking about some of the, and obviously I don't think Tangled is what you consider a classic Disney movie, but some of these Disney animated movies, I don't think people would get as as upset about maybe as they would, they tend to get upset about Star Wars or Marvel because I think they view that as different. Yeah, like it doesn't belong. Yeah, like it's not the same. You know, like like obviously because there's Peter Pan and there's Winnie the Pooh, those are IPs. Obviously they're, they're Disney owned IPs, but they're in the park. So I feel like those... If you're if you're thinking of changing it and you're like, well, we don't want to anger people as much, I think going <laughs> that route better than putting like Guardians of the Galaxy in there in Fantasyland, people would have a revolt for obvious reasons. But yeah, uh, yeah, I feel like that might be the safer way to go if yeah. they were going to go that way. And I I think the biggest problem and why we won't see change anytime soon there with any of our ideas is first of all, Frozen was like nobody expected what happened with Frozen. Nobody in the world. I guarantee yeah. Disney execs, people writing it, I, you know, I guarantee they never expected 
what would happen with that movie and that this many years later, people would still be talking about it. They never expected that blow up. Um, yeah. Princess and the Frog was a standard Disney good movie. They put it out, didn't have lasting effect. Tangled, I agree, is probably one of my favorite animated Disney movies. I, I, I like Frozen. I think Tangled is hands down much, much better. But it didn't stick. Then all of a sudden you had something like Frozen come along. And a year later, they're like, wow, this is still popular. And then two years later, they're like, this is still really popular. And then they're like, three years later, they're like, holy crap, we got to make a ride. And then two years later, a ride comes out. And so that's the thing. Like, even Moana is already, I think, starting to fade. And now part of that is because we're starting to see a lot more Disney movies. If you want to put in and consider Marvel and Star Wars and you want to consider animated movies and live action movies and um, shoot stuff like A Wrinkle in Time, you're getting so like it's like they're saturating the market with movies that I don't know if we'll see another movie stick like it did with Frozen. Like Frozen was just the perfect storm. Oh, that was so bad. I didn't mean to be that like <laughs> to have that pun because it was horrible. It just came out. But you know I, what I mean? I, 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 I think don't it could. I think you just had to have certain things. I, I agree with you. I don't think anybody thought Frozen was going to be the movie that it was. And I, I agree. I don't think it from just a movie standpoint, obviously kids like what they like. There's not yeah. a whole lot of explaining that sometimes. Uh, I think you've got the sister aspect that is kind of a big deal in that. It was new. It was fresh. It was different. Yeah, it wasn't, it's different. Yeah, um, it was like girl power. I still and, think you'll have movies that'll just be hits that you don't expect. I think yeah. that's just kind of how things tend to go. But I, you know what was weird? Actually, thinking of Frozen over in Epcot, I would assume a Frozen ride like what they built, like Frozen Ever After, could go where a small world is and fit perfectly. Very easily. It could. It would and be uh, another one. That and I know fit. there were some people that were not happy about frozen going in Epcot and that's a whole other topic, but right. right. Um, yeah. And so, they, and they do multiple IPs. I mean, we've got, you know, we've yeah, got that's a, true. a buzz light year in Tomorrowland, and we have obviously a whole toy story land now. I mean, you, they do those multi, I mean, that's what people keep saying too. Like, well, they'll never replace tower of terror with the mission breakout because then that'd be two guardians rides, but they could, um, they could, I don't know if they'll do that. I, I, it'd be hard to, it'd be interesting to see if they do that going forward too. I mean, I know they're doing yeah. it with Toy Story because they've got it in Magic Kingdom and at Hollywood. I wonder, it makes me wonder about the future of the Buzz Ranger or Buzz Ranger, Buzz Lightyear yeah. ride. I, I, if that's yeah. going to stick around, that, that kind of makes me wonder if it's going to be something different. I hope it doesn't. I, I would like around. to see it updated. We can actually yeah. another episode, we'll do another episode on that one because I think oh, that course. ride actually could be really awesome. It's just oh, yeah. a little old, but. Okay, so what we've talked about every option we have here. We've got ideas about what we would do if we did burn it down or just take it down and replace yeah. it. So what is your final vote on what you would do with a small world? Well, since I, I, I'm, I'm going to give two answers as just a cop out. Um, <laughs> since, since we all know I'm a, I'm a dreamer and I don't always give ideas that are probably ever going to happen for very good reasons, like a Swiss family hotel. Um, my ultimate dream would still be princess and the frog. Cause I think it could do really well, but I, I agree with you as far as the sticky point with the original movie, which was so well done with a T animated TV series and some animated movies made. I think tangled would be the best possible fit in there. Um, and I do think while it was nothing near the popularity of um, a frozen, I do think it is a movie that will 
last a long time and will be considered a Disney classic in the long run. Um, so if we're talking realistic of something I actually think could happen, I would totally go Tangled. Yeah, I, I actually agree with that too with the movie standing the time. I think it's, I think so too. Um, I'm, I agree to burn it down, tear it down. I won't say burn this one down because I don't think it needs to be burnt down. But it, just gut uh, it out. Re- yeah. Replace it. We'll that put, works. we'll be nice on this one since <laughs> it, it's, it's Disney history. We'll be a little yeah. gentle with our words um, and our actions. We won't burn it. We'll just take it down lightly. Um, I, I would say replace it for a couple of reasons. For one, and honestly, too, I, Depending on you could talk me into probably keeping it as well if you had a, a really good point, but history only carries rides so far. Yeah, and we we recently on uh, the show we had where we had the bracket challenge we talked about like Carousel Progress on the Capture the Magic one yeah. podcast like uh, on Monday, and you know like Carousel Progress history only takes it so far before you're just bored of something. Yeah. Yep, and something that was created for a different time and it just doesn't work today and you've you've got the real issue of there are more and more people coming to disney world every single year and it's going to increase immensely once you have toy story and star wars opening there's going to be things that are going to have to absorb people in the parks and that sounds like oh well are you wanting them to have a good time part of it is you want people to go on attractions and enjoy themselves yeah not just absorb bodies but i think (laughs) having more (laughs) do what that you're you're completely yeah. right. Yeah, and having more rides that people want to ride um, just leads to better enjoyment, and it just helps alleviate traffic in other places. So, I think replacing it is the best option. And I, I'll stick by my thing with either. I would say your idea as well with Moana or Tangled. I think would be perfect fits where it's at. What you could do personally, I like the Tangled idea because of the. The lanterns to me visually could oh, be that's like specific. a yeah that a, one scene could a, make the entire ride like it could be a pinnacle of the ride like yeah. here is the scene and it looks real and you could have a really it could be really really cool it could be like something you haven't seen in a Disney boat ride before yeah depending on how they do and and that area is pretty big too you've got a lot of room to work in oh, there a so ton. yeah yeah my vote would be replace it and I know they'd be bittersweet but I feel like the times kind of come on that ride yeah. I think most people. Um, they give it the homage of like, and like me and like me and you both, we both realize the history behind it, appreciate the history behind it, but I, you know, it's just time to change it. Yeah. And, and, and you're, I mean, you're on point with that, especially with the history can only take it so far because, and we've kind of talked about stuff like this before. We're at a generation now where that, that ride does mean something to me, not as much as maybe some other people. It's going to mean a lot less to my kids. It's going to mean even less, if possibly nothing, to their kids. So short of my grandchildren just being Disney nerds like I am and wanting to host a podcast and therefore going, oh, this is classic, let's keep it, they will have zero connection to something like Small World or Carousel of Progress. So if over the next 10 to 15 years you saw a switch out, a generation or two from now, it's not going to matter. I'll be dead, so I don't care anymore. So it's like, as you as you move on, I think you just you have to you have to phase some of those things out, because yeah, I mean, a kid who hasn't even been born yet and might not be born for ten or fifteen years now is not going to care about it's a small world, unfortunately, unless they get into yeah. the history of Disney and that's the only reason they want to hold on to it. Um, yeah, so, and honestly, your idea you had earlier about 
as VR stuff gets better, maybe there's a part where you can go experience old rides. That would be pretty through cool. virtual reality. I mean, that yeah. would be a really cool. I think that'd be something people would love. Yeah, and you can kind of still have that connection to Walt. Like here's something Walt Disney built himself, and like maybe you're walking around with Walt and looking do, doing different things like that. Yeah. That could be something cool to do. Um, yeah, honestly, don't undersell yourself on uh, on on the uh, lifespan thing because with the way technology is going right now, it's uh, it's going to get weird in the next ten years. Oh, that's true. That's it's going to get really weird. Yeah, because well, my <laughs> other hobby other than Disney and just business stuff is uh, I keep up with like the health and fitness things, and they're. Oh, yeah. They've got some weird stuff they're messing with that uh, it sounds sci-fi, but it's going to be interesting. So, Oh, we'll see it. I do think we'll see it in our lifetime, unless I get hit by a bus after this show. Then you're going to feel yeah, horrible. You're going to be like, oh, I am man. Gonna, yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you right now, look both ways. I, I will. You know. But speaking of weird, how did <laughs> At least they, I warned you. Be like, I told him to look both ways. I, I will look both ways for you, Jared. <laughs> um, how did they never develop a movie off Small World? I'm glad they didn't. But that's almost surprising that they never developed a movie off Small World. I don't know, you know what it would look I like, think, but... I wonder if back then it just didn't cross their minds to cross theme park rides with movies. That's possible. That would be my guess. I mean, back yeah. then, though, too, before they were taking nursery rhymes and kids' stories and turning them into movies. Right. Like demented so, movies. and a lot. Well, actually, it was the it, other way around. Yeah. A lot of the old stories were very demented, and they had to like button them up a little bit for a Disney, for a fairy tale Oh, it's Snow like White. The Brothers Grimm is, uh, stuff is horrendous. Oh, yeah. There's, some of those are, you You look at the Disney version, you read the real version, you're like, oh, my yeah, goodness. Wow. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. There's a reason they, they kind of Disney fight them, as they say. But Yeah. But, I mean, we got, yeah. you know, we got, a, we got Pirates. We got a Haunted Mansion movie. Um, there's a Tower of Terror movie. You know, these ones that came after the ride, I'm almost surprised they never developed a, off of. I guess it'd probably world. be, at least Haunted Mansion has a story. Pirates has a story yeah. to it. I That's don't think, like true. you said, I don't this think Small World really have a has story. a story. Yeah, yeah. it's just kind of your, like you said, it was kind of created as a uh, tribute to the kids around the world. Yeah. So I don't really know what you would make a story out of that, but that would be, that'd be my guess at least. But yeah. well, I think they we did, got a lot they did make five movies out of one Pirates ride, so. They can well, definitely develop some stories. True. But. And they're going to make more. They'll probably have seven coming out oh, of that I'm ride. Oh, I'm sure. I know. I got to actually catch up on those. I don't know how many I've even even watched, but uh, I'd like yeah, to catch they're up not. On. The last one was okay. Yeah. But, you know, they'll, they'll you know make, what to, I, you know I what think they already said they're going to. Like, yeah, I think they've already coming. said they're going to make more. And he loves playing the character. So that's cool. Yeah. But, well, I think we got a lot accomplished. I think we have a. I like our solution to Small World. So, um, let us know what you guys think. Uh, this will be if interesting. You hate it. Um, I, I will be interested to see the reaction of yeah. people hate this or they will like it or they're okay with it. So, obviously, you can hit us on Twitter. Uh, you can even email me at jared at ctmpodcast.com and let me know. And if you're on YouTube, just leave a comment down below and let us know what you think. And um, I, I will be interested to see. I, I think it's something that either people are going to either love that or just completely hate it. Yeah. As long so. as they understand it, you know, we have good intentions um, and you don't want to, you know, pour gasoline on it and burn it like a bunch of animatronic bears. So I think that this helps. is true. Just, I don't want to do that. I will, we, yeah. we would rather I, it, see progress. Yeah. That's yeah. I, it's just I think it's just, yeah, I think they timed for it and all that stuff we said. So, yeah. But if you did hate our ideas, just like Jared said, email him. I'm just not, email I'm me. I'm not giving yeah, my not email Jeremy. out. He, I'll forward him to Jeremy <laughs> yep. and just blame him. So I'll just hit his inbox up. <laughs> like, look what you did. Yeah. Call my email. Love all right. Well, I think that, unless you got anything to add, that's probably all we'll. I've probably added today. too much already. 
I, you know, it, if they're, I'd rather have too much than not enough, probably. I agree. So, you know, uh, but before we go, we just want to say, um, thank you to our friends at Expedition Roasters. And they were, uh, obviously kind enough to send us over some coffee for the start of this show as we're like a month old now. So we, we hit a milestone. Oh yeah. That's pretty um, good. yeah. So we got a discount code going on. If you go to expeditionroasters.com and use a, the promo code capture 15, you can save 15% off any order over there. And uh, it is good coffee. Jeremy's not even a coffee drinker and enjoys it. So I love it. It's pretty good stuff. And if the, good. the uh, banana blend is really good. Yeah. The, uh, I forget. It's based off of uh, Jungle, Jungle Cruise. Cruise. But Tastes like the uh, banana moon pies, marshmallow moon pies I used to eat as a kid. It kind of does. Yeah, it's got that little hint of that flavor. So Perfect. Yeah, go check them out and uh, use the code CAPTURE15 to let them, let them know that we sent you over there. So, uh, well, Jeremy, thanks for joining us. And I think we... Uh, I, I, I'm glad people like to hear us ramble about random ideas we have, but I feel like we made a lot of progress. And we'll send this, obviously, we'll send this straight over to Disney when we get done here and see what they have to say. I'm off to the post office. <laughs> All right. Well, until next week, we will see you guys later. So thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.